For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Screaming Trees? It is. It's the Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. It is 823. Do we have a guest on the hotline? We do. Does that guest have a theme song? He does. Do you have the capability of playing that theme song? I do. In a few minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had to play that and I had to do the different stuff. So, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our friend Bert Kreischer. Why are you up so early? Where are you? Oh, I'm, at, I'm, I, I'm having panic attacks, and so I just get excited to get on the treadmill. And I'm doing a radio run, and I wanted to call and see if you could hear that I was on the treadmill. Uh, not until you said it. Now yeah, that you said I it, I kind of recognize it. Okay. <laughs> I was going to see if I could kill two birds with one stone and work out while I did this radio run. <laughs> That's going to be really what sad if you, can you do hear it now? Can you hear it now? No, not really. Okay, so I'm going to walk it at three. Hey, I want to tell you a really funny Tampa story, Okay. You know what makes me sad is that now I think I should be on the treadmill every morning. Well, I, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. If I do these radio runs, why not get on the treadmill? I just pace in circles. Why not get it moving? I wish it was quieter. Because I don't really hear the treadmill, but are you going to be out of breath? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> I just tell them I'm having sex. So, so what, what station are you calling? What do you gotta, where are you calling for? Like, where are you going on your tour? Uh, yeah, yeah. For the dry, hot summer nights tour. I think we're coming to Tampa. In September, September. That's my birthday. I would love that. I would love that celebration. Oh. But I think, I think. So I was going to ask you last night. I was going to text you. I think I might come up to the Philly show. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wait, let me tell you what show to come up to because there's one show that they're not letting people out of their cars at, and that show is like I'm already not looking forward to that show. Oh, I was like, I'm not, I drive, I'm not I driving. I don't think there. it's Philly, but I don't think it's Philly. But it might be New Jersey. I don't know. Gaffigan did it and said that. They didn't allow them out of their cars. I can't believe that my animal fans were going to stay in their cars. <laughs> like, bro, I already lit my smoker. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I want to come up to one of those shows. I, I thought maybe the Philly one just because Philly's always a good crowd. Oh, yeah, Philly's insane. I'll let you do stand-up. It's going to be fun. No, no, I don't want to do stand-up. I just want to come up and watch. Oh, dude, we'll party. We'll party is, hard. Is Mark Norman, Norman doing on the tour with me? Yeah, that's. I thought Norman was on the tour. So, all right, all right. <laughs> I, I talked to Bobby, and Bobby's like, Dude, come here and we'll go together. I'm like, you'll never go. He's like, dude, I'll totally go. Oh like, yeah, right. we'll put Bobby up on stage. He'll destroy. All right, he he needs to he needs to do comedy. Yeah, we all do, man. I, I was know. up last night arguing with people that are because there are comics kind of snipering other comics that are trying. You know, yeah. like there are yes. comics that are talking trash about me, talking trash about anyone trying, like Chappelle, like anyone trying to do stand up right now because it's not available to everyone. You know, right. right. And I don't blame them, but I was in my head. I was trying to think of a workaround to fix it for everyone. Why? But why? You're me. A I just sat there and was like, "I need to do stand up. How am I going to do it?" And I just fixed me. And I was like, "I'm going to do drive-in movie theaters." You called me up one day and you go, "I have a brilliant idea. I have a brilliant idea." And I was like, "What?" And you're like, "Drive-ins." And I went, "Holy cow! How could I steal that now? That's a perfect idea." And I, yeah. but comics are going. I talked to Je- Jessica Kirsten the other night, and, and she was yeah. like, "I don't know what I'm going to do." She's like, "I got four kids." 
I got a guy. I just like I'm. Not, she goes. I can't go work at CVS. I'll tell her. Call everybody the C word. Oh, and 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 because I mean, not look. I'm just telling you the logistics. But because I came up with the idea early, and I pitched it to my agency, who thought it was a horrible idea, and it's still so might great. be. But they then went out and did the legwork to find companies that could produce these shows for me, which they did. And this, there's not a lot, and so they've kind of cornered the market on drive-in movie theaters. So if you'll notice, the only people doing drive-in movie theaters are UTA clients. Yeah, but and here's so, the thing, Bert, is anybody who's giving you or Chappelle or anybody else a hard time, go do the work. Like, not everybody can play for the Yankees. You know, it's not. we're not going to have everybody out there. If you figure out a way to do it, good for you. You did it. Otherwise, then that's, that's why they sit there and complain. I, You know, I saw what Chappelle was doing, and I had already booked the drive-in movie theater, and I was inspired. I was like, man, because I had talked to about this with Norman and Ari and Tom. I was like, let's go move to Wyoming, a place where they're open and they're infect- in the, the infection rate's low, and let's do a residency where we stay there, and we do stand-up for, like, one month straight. Like, I was trying to think of workarounds way before. Yeah. You know, yeah, and so yeah. I, I, I feel like... And I want to give a shout-out to all the guys like Michael Chaves doing shows out of the back of a pickup truck and mm-hmm. all these guys doing alternative shows. It's so awesome, but I'm so tired of, like, comics that are snipering, like, oh, yeah, these shows suck or this and that. You're like, oh, come on, man. No, I, I have to tell you, I, I don't think – I mean, that, that's so wrong. First, you comics started laying into each other on – on woke stuff, which I thought was crazy. And oh, now, bro, 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 yeah. you want to know if I'm, I, now I'm getting off the treadmill. This is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stand still for this. There was a there was a headhunters revolt. It was a it was like a blunt. It was like a bloody Sunday. I think it was when the Delia stuff went down, and female comics were going after any male comic they didn't like their act. Yeah, yeah. And there was a guy. I'm not. I'm keeping all names out of this. But there yeah. was a guy that bangs a lot and uh, and is a little bit of a dog, but not a bad dude, but just a dog, you know, like has, he was what we in the eighties would have called a girl that does it. We would call them a whore, which you can't say anymore. Right. He is a whore. He is a whore. And they were going after him because they just assume where there's smoke, there's fire. He's a good guy. His agency hired a company to vet him. Like he almost lost everything and did absolutely nothing. Right. Just for living his just, life. Like, just for living his life and, and and being like what four years ago was like completely and totally acceptable, but in today's standards, it's bizarre. You you they're like I mean, look, obviously people are being bad people clearly, but some people aren't. And then all of a sudden, the chopping block gets bloody, and they're like, we might as well cut off more heads. We yeah, oh, yeah, we're already up here, right? So get that uh, realize that they have power now. Uh, oh, wait a second, we can. We can do this. We can let's take this guy. Let's take that guy. You're right. They, they took an opportunity to do that. I thought. I, I don't know. I don't. The Dalia thing, and I can't expect you to be that much to comment on that much because you're in the middle of it. But that Dalia thing, uh, to me, you're like eh, uh, a little bit creepy, but not that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't. I don't know any of the details on it, and so I can't really speak to it. But and and, and I, Chris is a friend of mine, and he's always been a very very sweet guy. Loves coming to my house, hanging out with my daughters. The guy's a great guy. So, oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Right, I gotta start my radio run. I gotta start my radio run. I love you guys. All right, pal. Thank you. See you, Bert. Bye. I love that we're the test run for Bert's other radio shows. Yeah. By the way.
Sorry, I got a lot of controls. That's good. I understand. (laughs) I believe nobody knows the pressure of being there like I do. Mm. The thing that really sucks, and I'm explaining this to you, everybody else is going to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. On the board where Carmen and Gio come up is also where the computer plays the music. So I have to turn the music down on the computer instead of using this thing. So then I have to do like eight other things. It's so ridiculous. It's a pain in the ass. I get it. I know. Um, uh, It's good to hear from Bert. And uh, I'm glad that he, Bert's never, listen, as funny as Bert is, okay, from, from the first time I saw Bert, I thought he was the funniest guy I'd ever seen. I still think the same thing. And as funny as Bert is, you don't get to a level of success without putting in the work. Sure. And Bert puts in the work. Yeah. There's nobody that could take that away from him. There's nobody that could say, because oh, he just takes his shirt off and he runs around. He puts in the work. And he also sees opportunities. Just like sure. he was saying with this, he saw the opportunity when he was written up as the biggest party animal to turn that into a comedy career. Like yep. he had comedy in the back of his mind. And he was like, well, this is definitely a launching pad. So he started doing it. And if you suck at comedy, you're not going to be around 20 years later and headlining all these places and doing the stuff. Yeah. Well, and just, I mean, just doing radio interviews, how many other comics have we had in studio? And then the next year they come back and because they sold out right they don't come in and you're like all right we'll give it another two years when you're you know not a household name or you're <laughs> Bill not yeah. Bill Burr. in the limelight and then you want to come in and it's like well you know but so, like bert you know he doesn't have to do all these radio things but it definitely helps sell tickets mm-hmm. i bill burr and i are gonna uh-oh. I know I mean nothing to Bilber. Right. Like, I'm not confusing it with we're having a feud or anything, but I think I might be the first person that's ever said I don't like Bilber. Yeah. I think he's very funny. I just don't like his face and his attitude. And everybody, everybody I talk to is like, Billy's the best. Billy's the best. And I go, is he? Is he the best? Or is he just, you've known him for a long time, and, and they're like, eh. I get the feeling that he's condescending to most radio hosts. Well, you know, uh, ah. this this has stuck with me for the longest time. So Bill Burr plays drums. And when he came in, I had my drum set set up in here. And I had a double uh, bass pedal. And he goes, eh, when he played double bass, he played all that metal stuff and this and that. Who's your favorite drummer? And I go, John Bonham. And he goes, eh, all right. All right. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I'm just like, eh, relax, guy. <laughs> right. Like, like that would make you a bad guy for having a double bass. <laughs> right. Yeah. And just the way he came off with it, I was just like, ugh. All right. I, I remember that we had him on a couple of times, and it went well. And then we had him on one time, and uh, I asked him about, um, I don't know, something came up, and we started talking about chain restaurants. And he got mad at me because, like, I liked Carabas. Uh, it's killing. It's killing the industry. It's killing the world. These chain restaurants are killing all the money. And he got mad stores, because you like self-checkout as well. Yeah, self-checkout. <laughs> self-checkout's costing people jobs. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, you're against progress is what you're against. You're against efficiency and progress. And uh, and that was it. And But I still, as, as much as it uh, pains me, even when we fought in J- with Jim Jeffries, I was like, still, his stand-up, was, his new special was hilarious. Mm. It, I'm not going to be unfair and tell, like, Bill Burr is great. Uh, he's a great comedian. He's a good actor. He's uh, he's great. He's super successful. I'm not trying to take any of that away from him. I just don't like his condescending face. I get it. And I think I'm entitled to that. Sure. And yeah. I think even I think, he. And I don't think he cares. He was the worst part of the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion. Yeah. Because he was just Bill Burr in in a <laughs> galaxy right. far, was, far yeah, away. He was yeah. space Bill Burr. Yeah. 
Let me ask you. You gonna wear that helmet all day? <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's hot out here. You know that kind of stuff. Uh, Get out of here, dude. Uh, Galvin, <laughs> yes. Got a brand new open letter to do. I do. It is uh, eight thirty-four in the Mike Calder Show. Do you want to do it now, or do you want to do it when we come back? Let's do it now, ladies and gentlemen. Here is a brand new open letter from Galvin. This is an open letter to aliens. Oh. Dear aliens, seriously? So the other day, some sort of alien cube spacecraft that is 10 times bigger than the Earth flew out of the sun. Bye, everybody. Bye. It's been great. It's all over now. When we think of aliens, there are a lot of different scenarios. Are they friendly? Will they consume all our resources? Do their fingers glow? And how much do they love Reese's Pieces? <laughs> Think about all the different movies we've seen and how different the aliens and the alien spaceships have looked. In Independence Day, the ships are big and they're hovering over Earth. But what they don't know is that we have a cocky black dude that went to MIT and is super pissed off because not only did he have to move from Philly to Bel Air, Bel Air but his wife recently cheated on him and he has nothing to lose. <laughs> but if that spaceship is 10 times the size of our planet, that's a wrap, people. Shut mm. it down. I don't want to be some slave to an alien race for the rest of my life, mining whatever minerals they need from the Earth just so Gleepclop and his friends can cruise around to other planets, <laughs> probing other life forms' butts and laughing about it. Can we talk, uh, can we even, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> can we even talk or reason with these aliens? Sure, if they look like the human nerd aliens from Galaxy Quest, if they roll out of the ship, we'll be like, hey, let's be friends. But if it's the alien, from alien, comes walking out all wet and slimy, roaring like some sort of otherly world beast, who's walking up to shake hands with that? Greetings and salutations. Chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs> and here's the other thing. What's with our butts that you're so fascinated by? If aliens are gay, that's fine. We have a bunch of gay people here. Wait, I guess I don't want to uh, use the improper terms. So if you're an intergalactic, non-binary, other galaxy, fluid gender being, welcome to Earth. By the way, you'd get a lot further doing some space slurping rather than that uncomfortable and shameful probing. And maybe send that chick with the three boobies from Total Recall instead of that giant cockroach guy from Men in Black. Just a thought. <laughs> I'm Galvin from the Mike Kelta Show, and this has been an open letter to aliens. A couple of things. Why Why the butt? Yeah. It's easier, it's easier to get in the system. You plug it. Easier yeah, to get into the system. Like what they you... going down your throat. Okay. For probing reasons. Not really. You could go in the ear. You could go in the nose. No, they you don't all. The the, those canals aren't all connected. Um, Plus, if, if you, you know wanna... what, you know what doesn't come out of all those canals? Poop. But like you, that? you can learn a lot about the minerals and what we're composed True, of by poop. examining the poo poo. Listen, we assume that they're a superior race because they're more intelligent. They're coming from a, they could just yeah. check our blood or they could just do one of those wave sticks and, and they tell everything. Would you so be don't tell so, me they need to go in our butt. Would you be so worried about poop if you couldn't smell it? Probably not. Uh, right, probably so maybe not. they have a thing to just shut their nerves off. Maybe they don't have noses. I think they just want to humiliate us. That uh, way people won't talk about it because we'll be like, oh, we know they went in your butt. Yeah. I will go in with the ear probe. No, don't do the ear probe. Do the butt thing. It makes them feel self-conscious afterwards. Right, yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, they, then, then they just throw you a washcloth and go clean up. Uh, yeah. 
You've been to my only up spot, Galvin? That's really similar. <laughs> um, then what was the other thing? It was the butt probe. Uh, Three booby alien. Yes. Yeah, we know that. I'm looking forward to that. Will Smith. Uh-huh. <laughs> the alien from Aliens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the alien from Aliens. We don't want that. No. no. We don't want We want, we we don't want, want Galaxy Quest where they look human. Yeah. Even right. if they take on a human form, at least we can kind of relate to them and stuff. We don't want some sort of monster that we can't even talk to. And if we do try and talk to, they just, you know, put a baby inside of us that splits through our chest. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have an alien race of Danny DeVito's or an alien race of uh, Severe Vergara's? Um, um, are they still doing stuff to us? They're exactly what we what what Sofia Vergara is. Yeah, I yeah, pick that those. one. I would take the Danny DeVitos. What? Go ahead. Right. I feel because I feel like though I can I feel like I could beat up Danny DeVito. I can't <laughs> you beat don't want to You don't think you can beat her up? <laughs> Not a lot of her, no. Mm. Not three of her. I could still kick three Danny DeVitos. I'd kiss, <laughs> I'd kiss her so hard. But do they have superhuman strength? No, they're exactly the same. Hey, I, by the way, I just got a rotten email from a guy named John. He said, I don't see how doctors can be preachers. That was my quote. Really? Might be one of the or might be one of the uneducated things you've said in a long time. That was his exact quote. <laughs> but then oh. I would like to say I just replaced that with I would rather have a whole race of Danny DeVitos. That's one of the most uneducated things I've ever said. <laughs> uh, what I said was, John is that it's hard for me to believe that a doctor can be a preacher because doctors, their entire their entire career and their entire study is based on fact and science, uh, r- science mm-hmm. and facts, and you have to be able to prove things. Religion is based on faith, not facts. And that is why I said I don't see why that's uneducated at all. I believe that's actually quite it makes educated. perfect sense. Yeah, so I don't know what you if you're offended by that. I, it wasn't meant to be offensive. If you if you are a doctor or if you know somebody that's been a doctor, where they they had, they send them to school, and in the school you're proving facts, you're you're proving testing and before and after, and uh, you know different uh, different testing to prove your theories. It's it's all about facts. And if you're a preacher, it is all about theory. I was actually defending that woman as a preacher. I just said it's hard to see a woman who's a, a doctor and a preacher. I don't know why that was so uneducated to you, sir, but also not the most uneducated thing I've said. <laughs> There's been way more disturbing things in this show. <laughs> all right. Uh, we must take another break. Our phone numbers, if you'd like to join us, are 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. It's the Mike Caldas Show. This is 1025 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Caltas Show. Mike. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.